Good morning um, and welcome to, uh, this is the first edition of the Mortgage Update with Mike and Joe, brought to you by GRB Bank. And uh, we are super excited uh, to bring this to uh, the greater Rochester community. Um, you know, but before we get into the mortgage update and what's going on in the mortgage world today, the real estate world, uh, you know, uh, today, um, we're going to take just a little bit of a sidebar as Joe and I are, are both um, huge football fans and obviously we're Bills fans. And obviously the football season is right around the corner, and uh, which we're super excited about. And obviously, you know, Joe, last week, you know, the Bills got off to, you know, a, a big win, although it's a preseason, uh, you know, a win's a win, right? Preseason, 1-0. and all. I was going to wear my celebratory hat today, but I figured I'd save that for uh, maybe the regular season uh, once we once we beat the Rams there on uh, September 8th to kick off the season. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to make a prediction right, right here. So I think the Bills... Are probably going to go either thirteen and three and fourteen and two, as they begin their pursuit of their first Super Bowl victory. So I put a line in the sand. Just want to put it out there. Um, I think you missed the game. Pardon? I think you missed the game. Did I miss a game? Add a game to the NFL season? You know, Joe, you're right. It's seventeen games. Yeah. I guess I, I need to, I, I need to get current. So. Yeah, you got to keep up with this stuff. But uh, it's important. All right. So that being said, so let's let's jump into, um, you know, and our, our goal with this uh, podcast is to really give our referral partners, you know, real time, current information um, that we hope can be impactful uh, to helping them with their business, um, helping them you know, close more transactions and just staying current. Um, because the one thing that's we know, Joe, that's constant in this um, business it's change. is change, right? So things are changing all the time. And, uh, and you know, Joe, why don't you maybe kind of, you know, start with kind of where this year uh, began in regards to where rates were, where they are today, and then, then maybe we can talk a little bit about what's taken place the past 30 days. How much time we got? We got, yeah, <laughs> 30 minutes. Um, so mortgage rates, how, you know, what a shift in topics here. So um, the mortgage rates, we started the year in January, roughly around 3.25% with uh, 0.7 points. That was the average Freddie Mac rate in June, uh, June 27th, I believe it was that week, we, we touched 6% mm-hmm. uh, with 0.9 points. And, you know, so it, almost a 3% increase in rates uh, over the course of six months. You know, a lot of noise around the Fed and all the meetings that they've had. You know, we've had two, three quarter percent rate increases uh, the last two times the Fed has met. And, uh, you know, the expectation is that they're going to raise them again the next time they meet. The question is, is it going to be 50 basis points or 75? Right. Yeah. And, you know, to, to pick up on that, Joe, you know, so what are rates doing today? And, you know, I think one of the things that's important to understand is, you know, we have a lot of consumers um, that we do business with, people that are out there buying homes today, that make the assumption that because, you know, the Federal Reserve increased rates, they basically have increased rates one and a half percent within, you know, the past two two months. And a lot of people assume that that would uh, result in an increase in mortgage rates when, 
actually the opposite has occurred. Um, so to Joe's point, you know, rates really, you know, peaked in early to, you know, to, to, to mid-June. And, and since the Fed has increased rates twice in the past 60 days, mortgage rates have actually come down um, from that high of six to, to where now we're in like the low fives. And, you know, if uh, borrowers are you know, considering paying a point, a point is um, uh, something that a borrower can pay to permanently reduce their rate, you can actually get into the, the low fours now. And I think one of the things that we're doing here at GRB is, you know, when I think back to, you know, the frenzy that occurred back in March and April where listings, the inventory was was low, it's it's still historically low, um, but it's picked up a bit, is, is that there were a lot of buyers that um, were unsuccessful in winning bids on, on homes. And, and we found that, that we have, you know, close to a thousand potential buyers in our pipeline um, that didn't win on bids. So we're going back and contacting those buyers, contacting those realtors to really um, make those buyers uh, informed of where rates are right now and update their pre-approval um, with us. And what we're, what's really cool that we can share with them, them now is as is, is rates have come, come down, just to kind of share the difference between six and 5%. As an example, on a $200,000 mortgage, their payment is about $115 less a month today than it was, say, for instance, 30 days ago. As that loan amount goes up, say, for instance, it goes up to 250, now they're saving $150, $160 a month. They're borrowing $350,000. That seems as close to $250 a month. So when you look at the combination of um, how the market's changed, which I want to chat about here um, in a minute, coupled with the fact that, that rates have dropped, now is really um, a great time for buyers to re-engage, to re-enter the market, um, and really circle back to their realtor and really start to, to look at homes as inventory is is beginning to, to increase. And I was sharing this with, you know, Joe. I got a just a, a quick real-life story um, that occurred on the street that I live on. And, um, you know, there was a house across from my house listed back in April. This house was listed in the high 300s it actually sold for two hundred thousand dollars above the the um list list price the cost per uh, per square foot turned out to be about 226 dollars a square foot another house on the same street almost across the road was listed in july sold in august that house sold for 175 dollars a square foot so what does that mean? That means that the market is adjusting. Obviously, different communities are going through different um, um, changes. But right now, the market is becoming more balanced to where in the, in the spring, it was strictly a seller's market. Now things are beginning to be more in balance um, to where it's much more 
favorable for buyers today than it was uh, as much as 30 to 45 days uh, ago. So that's just a little update of what's going on in the market. And, and Joe, I know you've got some 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 great stats. I mean, um, yeah, you, you, you said a lot there, and I think that um, you know a couple important words that stuck out. You know, reengage. If a if a borrower was in the market in March, and just giving you guys a little insight on what we saw uh, in March, we had just over 600 people inquire about mortgages, getting pre-approved for a a mortgage uh, to purchase a home, and at that time, if they were writing offers on houses, they were dealing with. 20 to 30 offers going in on a house. And on average in Monroe County, uh, houses were going 18.5% over list price. Those are numbers that we track just based on the data that we have in our systems. Mm -hmm. um, and it gives us great insight into what's going on in the market. Now, conversely, today, uh, in the month of July, houses were going just 9.35% over. So just about 50% less uh, that they were going over ask. Uh, but on the same same token, in the month of July, we had about 50% less people inquire about getting pre-approved for a mortgage. So the buyer activity has definitely slowed down. Um, you know, what's interesting, if you go uh, down the road to our friends in Onondaga County, where we do a lot of lending as well, uh, in March, they were about 9.7% over list price. And in July, they're about flat. It's 2.7%. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely see a lot of activity in those markets. And, you know, the numbers are telling. And Reengaging those borrowers is so important because if you went on the sideline frustrated trying to buy a house and you've been listening to the Fed raising rates and you think rates are at 7%, you're, you're in this mode of, how am I ever going to afford a house? I can't um, you know, compete with the offers that are going in and the um, rates are so high. But in, in reality, is a lot of it is educating the, the consumer and letting them know where rates really are today. And I think as... Um, loan officers, real estate agents, we've all been going so hard for the last two years. It feels like we have a little bit of a breather, but it also feels like, well, what's going on? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the market has definitely shifted. And how do we go back to those borrowers that we did talk to in March, but we were talking to 30, 40 borrowers a week and give them that attention and give them that update so we can re-engage them and get them out there shopping again. Yeah. And I think, you know, Joe, that's, those are all, you know, great points. And those, that's a lot of very helpful data and you know as we sit here today it's you know today it's august 16th uh you know today you know this is the time of year where you know people are you know getting ready for their, their kids are going back to school we're moving into labor day it's a really busy you know time of year but once you know you know the schools are open again and we begin to move into the uh, fall that historically you know can be a just another great time, um, you know, for a buyer to purchase a home. The inventory, it has been steady um, to certain, in certain communities, it's actually on the rise. And mortgage rates, you know, um, which can change, but they've been really stable, you know, these, these past few weeks. So, you know, our suggestion is to... Um, Again, to use this word again, is to re-engage with um, our buyers to, to get excited about the um, affordability improvements that have taken place the past 30 to 45 days. Because at the end of the day, buying a home long term always has been and always will be a great investment. And 
that's what we um, were excited about the um, fall. And um, so with that being said, I know we've, um, we've got some questions that came into the um, uh, chat. Feel free to uh, add any additional questions and uh, we look forward to it. All right, so the first question that came in is what should loan officers and realtors be doing differently in this market to develop their sales pipeline together? Um, great question. Um, so again, that's really kind of at the heartbeat of what we, we do. Um, you know, realtors are the lifeblood of our business here at GRB. Um, you know, yes, we are a bank, but you know, 90% of the business that we do comes as a result of a referral from a realtor. We love realtors. Um, and so what they can, can do is, I, I'm a big fan of structure. Structure, meaning that um, going forward, loan officers and realtors should commit to having preset times, either once a week or biweekly, um, where they have a chance to sit down, whether it's on the phone or in person, reviewing um, the active leads that they are working together, the active pre-qualifications or pre-approvals that they, they have, or if they have any uh, GRB Cash Plus approvals in their pipeline, um, making certain that those buyers are staying top of mind with their lender and with their realtor uh, and making certain that they're aware of the properties that are coming on the market that might be of interest to them. And I think having that structure to me is going to lead to more conversions, more sales and more commissions for realtors. Yeah, I think you hit a couple of good topics there, you know, uh, it just on the rate topic, you know, the forecast, you know, from the MBA is that rates are going to drop back down into the fours by uh, the end of 2023, 2024. Um, so, you know, database management, client management, it's going to be so important, but not only for the future, but for today, like we talked about, right? Going back to those clients that we talked to in January to see where they're at. And, you know, a lot of times we do hear, hey, yeah, you know, it was a great experience, but I ended up buying a house um, and I went with, with my local bank or another lender. And, you know, losing sight of those clients you know, not only from the mortgage side, but also the real real estate agent side, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very tough when you're so busy to keep track of them all. So partnering with one another to help get through that is, is so important. Right, right. All right, the next question that came in is, what new strategies have emerged to help buyers emphasize the, the strength of their offer? Um, so this is one that I think, you know, we hear a lot and we hear, we try to, to, to emphasize with our loan officers, you know, pick up the phone and make a phone call to the listing agent. When, when that offer's going in, you need the buyer's permission, of course, uh, but that phone call, as we talk to more and more listing agents, they don't get that phone call. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to help them understand, you know, there's so many different products out there. There are so many different programs, helping them understand why your borrower, what they're qualified for and why they're so qualified. And, how their offer stands out from the rest. And that little phone call can help secure the deal. It's just another point to try and help those, those buyers get their offers accepted in such a competitive market. Yeah, agreed. All right, oh, this is a great one. So question that came in is what about 
FHA financing? Can buyers submitting an FHA offer still be competitive in this market? And so the answer, the quick answer is yes. Um, that being said, you know, going back to the early spring, um, was very difficult to get an FHA offer accepted. I think back in the the spring, frankly, close to 25 to 30% of the offers that were being accepted were cash. So there was no financing um, involved. So things have um, evolved since that point in time. So what can a buyer do to ensure or put their FHA offer in the best possible position to be accept, uh, accepted? What they can do is, is one of the the biggest roadblocks is why those offers have not been accepted is really concerns over the condition of the property. And what we encourage um, the listing agent to do to really expand their buyer pool to include potential FHA buyers is to, you know, let us help them in advance vet out what those potential repairs might be. And and Joe, why don't you maybe kind of speak to just a couple of examples of what are some of the common repairs that get called for potentially on an FHA loan and and what can we do in advance to to try to prepare the buyer to make the best possible offer? Yeah, I mean the most common repairs we see peeling paint, of course, on houses that are they're a little bit older. You know that paint needs to be scraped and repainted. You, usually, you see it around the window sills or around the door jams. You know that's that's a very common one. The easiest one that we see that that can be so frustrating at times is the downspout on your hot water tank. It's a little two dollar and fifty cent plastic tube that comes down from the discharge valve on your hot water tank. It's a requirement from FHA, and that one we see a lot get hung up. And you know, going through that house ahead of time, figuring out what might be needed. Uh, whether it's during the listing appointment or even during the the showing and then you know we've seen a lot of strategy where the buyers have written those repairs i'm willing to pay up to x amount of dollars in repairs uh to you know to make their offer stand out a little bit more typically you know the repairs are are less than a thousand dollars that we see that need to be done there's times where if there's a a bigger issue you know it'll be a little bit more you may reconsider buying the home uh, but in most cases, you know, they're small enough repairs where that thousand dollars covers them, and it gives the seller that assurance that even if there's something needed, if you accept my FHA offer, I'm going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Uh, is there anything new for self-employed buyers? Um, so, uh, yes, there is, and I'm going to let Joe kind of explain what that is. We're super excited to to expand one of our new programs. So Joe, I'll let you kind of share this update with our audience. Yeah, so um, it's hot off the presses and mm-hmm. so actually I don't even think it's officially approved yet, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. Um, we are going to be opening up our Cash Plus program to self-employed buyers. So all the uh, real estate agents that are listening, it's great news for you guys as well. Um, it was interesting when we were uh, out there promoting our, our initial launch of the product, it was only for W2. Uh, borrowers and we were sitting in rooms full of self-employed people so you could imagine the discontent on their face but uh, the good news is is that we are opening up the program to help um, qualify and pre-approve more self-employed borrowers Uh, there's uh, we'll share out more details as they come available 
Uh, but it, that is exciting in, in our goal of trying to help more buyers um, get their offers accepted and help their offers stand out in the program. Um, you know, Mike, a little piece of, of news uh, that came out yesterday that I know is kind of near and dear to both our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both uh, spent some time in our careers working for Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, big announcement yesterday that they are planning on kind of scaling back their mortgage business. And we know it's a long road ahead, but, you know, what do you think that the impacts of that are? And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot a lot there to digest. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, the impact of that is I think it's certainly a broader commentary about, you know, the mortgage industry going through a lot of transition um, right now. We've, we've seen a lot in the press probably the past, you know, three to four months, um, you know, that the mortgage business throughout the country is down about 50% this year compared to last year, which has been, you know, predominantly driven by the fact that, you know, rates have gone up. Last The last two years, there were a lot of people that uh, refinanced their homes and those refinanced borrowers, they've refinanced and, and that business has subsided and has decreased significantly. So a lot of the national lenders are really forced to revisit their strategy going forward. And, I, you know, again, you know, we wish everybody, you know, the, the best of, of luck going forward. But for a community bank like GRB, um, who is deeply committed, you know, to the community, committed to residential lending, um, you know, our business, you know, we're on pace to do the same amount of business this year that, that we did last year. And we're looking to significantly grow and expand our business, you know, throughout upstate New York. So I think, Joe, that illustrates, I think, what's going on throughout the country. But here in our backyard, you know, we're committed, you know, to this community and we're committed to growing and uh, committed to helping the realtor, um, who is the lifeblood of our business, grow and expand their business here in upstate New York. Um, one of the things we just want to make sure that we um, put a shout out is for those of you that um, uh, have some suggestions in regards to future topics and questions that you would like Joe and I to uh, talk about. Um, let me give you our um, our email address or our website address is www.grbbank.com. Um, backslash MJ, and we look forward to uh, uh, hearing your your feedback, your suggestions, and anything else that you'd like to talk about. But Joe and I are just super excited to to bring this, um, you know, to you. Uh, We're planning on, you know, providing this update. We're still debating whether we're going to do it monthly or quarterly. We'll uh, sort that out. As, as we go forward, but uh, um, I would be remiss if for those of you that um, uh, are listening to this, we certainly want to say thank you for your support, for your business. Um, we're excited about the balance of 2022 and looking forward to a, a really robust 2023, and we thank you for your time. Thank you.